0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to be here on this hump day. Um, Looking forward to this week to be over with. Uh, You know, this this job, (laughs) literally is probably gonna be the death of me. Um, It seems that every time I turn around, finally get people in the store and, and finally get staffed, then it just goes back downhill. Over the last month, I had two people walk out in the middle of their shift. Uh, another person put uh, when I came in this morning, I left their notice. They hadn't really worked much the last I think two shifts in the last three weeks, so wasn't extreme. Um, my food person, her house got shot up due to uh, her son and other males and women drama, and supposedly one of them was our customer, so. She informed me Friday was going to be her last day. Monday, I had to uh, fire an assistant manager for theft. Um, it's been might have been last Monday at this point, um, but it's been it's been a never-ending battle, and, and so trying to stay under a certain amount of hours for myself. And make sure there's people up there at the store. It's just been—I say—last I few days I've gotten home at six o'clock, and I've probably been asleep by six thirty. Um, it's just crazy hectic. So, looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to Fourth of July parade. Um looking forward to relaxation. Looking forward to grilling out. Looking forward to all that stuff. But until and before we get there, most definitely looking forward to tonight as we go to an hour and a half show as of tonight. So looking forward to that. Mario and myself had been talking about it. Trying to decide, you know, a good time to do this is by the time the NFL season rolls around, we would like to get to a two-hour show. Most of the shows, we don't even get through all the topics we had in in mind and planned for the show. So uh, we decided we'd test the waters tonight and see if tonight would be uh, kind of see where we're at. And so looking forward to that as well. Don't forget, you guys can follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. You can like us on uh, Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Instagram, you can follow us, the 110 Nation. Uh, make sure you guys check out our site, www.the110nationsportsradio.com. It has all the, uh, yeah, wwwthe 110 network.com I'm sure I said that right. It's got our blogs. It's got our uh, videos. It's got our shows. It's got the links to take you to any platform that you uh, choose to use for um, podcasts. So if you listen to iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, Spreaker, Bob Talk Radio, you name it, there's tabs there that takes you to it. Or if you just go, if you listen to your uh, podcast on, uh, let's say, iHeartRadio, just search the 110 Nation on iHeartRadio. Follow us that way. Um, I think that's all I want to get into before we get Mario into the studio. Let's go ahead and throw him in here, Mario. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing pretty good. All right, all right. It seems like you got a lot of stuff going on at the store, but I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here. I didn't notice. I didn't notice we're going to we're going an hour and a half tonight. That's 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 awesome.
1: Yes. You um, he liked her, I think you he liked her comment on the, the Facebook page. I thought oh, you'd yeah. seen that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just,
0: yeah, we did, we did discuss be behind,
1: but yeah. uh, yeah, we discussed behind the scenes, and I reached out to Mario because I wanted to make sure that it was uh, uh, cleared with him and make sure that he's got his schedule uh-huh. cleared. Um, mm-hmm. Mario's been, uh, he's been on the carny scene. Um, as he's been uh, yeah. doing, yeah. Uh, doing, uh, doing a thing at different festivals and carnivals and stuff. Uh, what do you got going on now, Mario? And uh, where can they find um, Carolina Sports Plus website, Facebook, all that good stuff? Uh,
0: you can find us Carolina Sports Plus at Plus dot com. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. Also, you can just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, Carolina Sports Plus, but we got a lot of good things going on currently. Uh, we got our raffle going on, so so that's always good. You know what I mean? This is the fifth one of this year, so we're going to keep that rolling. But uh, it's out. You can check us out. You can check that out on uh, Carolina Sports Plus on Facebook or Instagram.
1: With work and everything. I've not had a lot of time to send a, send a lot of topics over. So on a night that okay. we go to an hour and a, hour and a half <laughs> um, would be a night. Yeah. I probably have the least amount of topics that I've sent over to Mario. Uh, a lot of times throughout the week, I try to send him just at least the topics um, or different news clips of things going on. So he kind of has an idea and way in and for prepare for the show um, the best way he can. Um, there was only a couple topics that I sent sent um, to Mario. One of them, you know, in our lifetimes, we only get to experience that that generational player, that that player that when you look back or, or in the history books when. when my kids or maybe even my kids' kids are looking in the history book and we're talking about some of the all-time greats or the best to ever do it, you don't get too many in each generation. Um, you know, we we've kind of been fortunate with the Michael Jordan thing. Um, I, I think we we were kind of still young, so we we got to experience it, but not maybe so much appreciate. We had to appreciate it more from the 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 highlights and the the, the series they came out with, and really appreciate it. Um, we we've had the the opportunity to more so have the LeBron um, experience, and he, even so, the Tom Brady. But I I, I don't feel that. Tom Brady, even though he he he'll he'll probably go down as the greatest, if not football player of all time, definitely go down as the probably the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think that, and I could be wrong. You could see this possibly differently than I do. I don't, I don't think he was a generational talent. I mean, hell, he was ground drafted what the 199th pick out of Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. He was more of a product, uh, Like it, it wasn't like his arm wowed us. It wasn't like his athletic abilities wowed us. It wasn't like, you know, he, he, he made throws that nobody else was able to do. He just played great in a system and took care of himself to be able to play as long as he did. And at times, I think we can almost say the same about LeBron, and I'm not trying to take anything away from LeBron, but taking care of his body and being able to play the, the amount of years that he's been able to play it is kind of going to, at the end of the day, be the big reason why we remember LeBron and LeBron's accomplished what he's accomplished. Um, and don't get me wrong, physically, I, I think all of us, especially males, would give anything to have his physical abilities. Uh, but there, there's nothing that he really does other than being <coughs> having the the base the the basketball IQ that he has. I don't think anything outside of that puts him above and beyond and makes him this generational athlete. Like, oh my God, he did this more than anybody else or better than anybody else. Other than just being able to have this basketball IQ and really be able to you know, kind of lead teams to championships. I think this player right here that I'm getting ready to talk about might be the first one, and we're at the front end of this. So we're we're getting a really a chance to kind of um, appreciate everything we're about to see, and that's Los Angeles Angels, and I know I'm going to jack this up, show, show he, Antani. Show he? I guess it's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What
1: this and even more specifically basketball because or baseball because even the players that I that I've made, made mention to up to this point only really excelled at one thing. They only excelled on one side of the ball. It wasn't like Tom Brady excelled on the defensive side of the ball, special team side of the ball. Anything else, he was just great in the system. Like I said, his arm didn't even wow us. He made some great passes throughout his career, but I think any of us, if we were going to take arms, we probably would have took Peyton Manning's arm over Tom Brady's arm. (laughs) what Tom Brady or what uh, Peyton Manning was able to do in the Audibles and how he read a defense and dissected down before the uh, 24-second clock was up or the 40-second clock was up and changed the play and 99% of the time put the Colts or even the Broncos in the the best position to be successful and lead both of them to Super Bowls, I, I think we would have took that over Tom Brady. Tom Brady was just phenomenal at being a system quarterback. And I know some people, well, he went to Tampa Bay. It was still his system. He just kind of took with him. It was still a system. He still didn't overwow us. Um, and they loaded that team up. I mean, it was already kind of loaded in the first place, but then they ended up loading it up even more to help the odds for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. Even with LeBron, he's never wowed us on both sides of the ball. Um, he, he just in his younger days, was able to score a lot of points um, and, and then was just impressed us with his uh, basketball IQ. But Otani and what he's doing, and, and we've had two-way players. So, you know, we, we've we had, you know, Deion Sanders play baseball and football. We've had Bo Jackson play baseball and football. This is not even a two, two-way two player. This is a player that's playing both sides of the ball better than anybody else in the league is playing either side of the ball uh, with his 28 homers, 64 uh, RBIs, which leads uh, the majors of both categories. Then we get on the mound, he's 7-3 with the 304 ERA, 127 strikeouts, um, and, and leads in a lot of things when it comes to the pitching side of the ball. Um, he's fifth in uh, the, C, uh, the uh, CY Young. Um, odds and he's overall favorite to be the least American League MVP. This has been insane. I know we've not talked about it a lot, and our attention, for the most part, was wrapped up in the NBA, and we've been transitioning more and more into the uh, the majors as we're in between this and the NFL. But Mario, what what Otani is doing? I I don't know, as an athlete, we have seen this in our generation to play at this level all around uh, and play in essentially offense and defense. And I know it's a little bit different, especially when you talk about the NFL, you play in offense and defense. Um, NBA, yes, you're going to play both sides. But we've never seen this in – I I can't recall anybody – playing to most of the times you dreaded i don't think i could ever remember a time in either playing baseball or watching baseball that we did not even as a fan dreaded our base our pitcher to come up and bat and to have Mm -hmm. a pitcher that is leading the majors in home runs and rbi's he leads in slugging percentage on uh uh on base percentage Batting a three oh four, I don't think any of us ever thought we would see this out of a pitcher.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely good to see, and uh, he's he's doing he's doing some good things on the plate and on the mound. So I I will put him, I'm put him up there. I'll put him up there. So far as what what he's doing is is great. I would like I would like to see him win the MVP, of course. But down the road, I'd like to see him, you know, win a championship. But as far as uh what he's doing for the league is is good. You know, baseball baseball needed this needed something like this. You know, to keep the buzz, to keep the buzz in 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 sports. But uh, overall, it is it is great to see. And then there's nothing there's nothing like seeing greatness you know, live or being able to watch it. So I would, I definitely give him his respect. I,
1: I am lost for words when when I'm sitting Mm in here and watching the highlights. When I, when I'm sitting here watching a player do something that, one, I, I never would have fathomed the thoughts. Yeah. Of a pitcher being this dominant on the batting side.
0: Yeah, batting side throw he you know, he bats left and throws right. You know, that's 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 kinda that's kinda unique within itself, you know, especially what he does what he does on the plate and on the mouth.
1: I mean just Tuesday night, just last night. Struck out 10 in 6.1 innings. Mm. So that was just one run at the plate. Went three for three with two home runs. Just the yeah, sixth pitcher with two homers and 10 strikeouts in a game since the mound moved to his current distance back in 1893. I never mm-hmm. even want to guess there would have been uh, any other pitchers that um, would have hit two home runs and had 10 strikeouts in a game, period. Um, yeah. But to know that – Essentially, in 130 years, he's only the sixth pitcher to ever do it, and then obviously, well, I would say obviously because they said since the, the the um they moved the out in 1893, um, that just it's just crazy, like and I don't want to take anything away, and I know it kind of sounded like I was taken away from LeBron and Tom Brady, because what they've accomplished in their sports has been phenomenal. and Like I said, at the end of the day, they will go down as, if not the greatest, one of the greatest all-time of their respectful sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to see what... Otani is doing in multiple aspects of the game and how many categories that he's leading in just blows my mind that he's defying the traditional look of a pitcher and what a pitcher does. And it, and it never, because when I was in Little League, I was a pitcher and I was a good hitter. Mm-hmm. So growing up, it never made sense to me. Why, Why? just because you're a pitcher, you don't hit very well? And I understand you don't play, but it, traditionally the pitchers only, only uh, pitch every fourth or fifth game, so you're not batting as often. So it's not something you do on a nightly basis. And, and of course, now with the DH and everything, and it kind of changes it up. And, you, you know, someone like Otani could bat every night because he now could be the DH and everything else. But you, just, you would still think that the pitchers would still know how to bat well and would, you know, how you got ninth off on a regular basis to practice more. It's not like, you know, you can't go to the batting cage two, of the, two or even three of the ninths off or, or you know, take, hitting, take a hitting practice two or the three nights that you're off and worry about wearing yourself out because you're not going to play anyway. Um, so I, I, I never really understood why pitchers <laughs> were such horrible hitters. Um, then you then you have someone like Latani that just takes this to a whole different level and is able to lead in so many categories on both sides of the ball. Just It's just crazy to me. And, and I agree. It's something that baseball needs, and not to the extent that we saw once upon a time. Um, with the whole, the whole Barry Bonds, McGuire, McGuire Sammy Sosa, um, uh, and kept ba- kept baseball alive
0: though. I, them them was some good time, but you know during that time, it was definitely it's crazy because
1: watching.
0: yeah, uh-huh. it's crazy because
1: we was at a time where baseball was probably at some of its all time lows. <laughs> After yep. the strike yep. time, and people yep. just, just um, didn't want to watch. And yep. Yep. it is funny how of course Sosa and McGuire they've they've come out and admitted to it. Um Barry Bonds will he'll rot or die. He'll he'll never admit to anything. Um, take it
0: to the grave.
1: Yeah. And I, I I'm not delusional. And Uh to say that, okay, I remember what Barry Bonds looked like when he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I know what he looked like when he hit all those home runs in San Francisco. Um, Obviously, he put on a a considerate amount of size. Um, It could have been that, yes, he he had a whole different eating regimen and, you know, took very good care of his body and took the right supplements. I'm not delusional to think that. But, (laughs) It's crazy to me how they're able to keep him out of a hall of keep him out of the Hall of Fame without my there being, yeah without there being any admission or any proof that he actually did anything um, mm. What's your thoughts on these players not being allowed one all of them not being allowed that have, have come mm. outs or tested positive? And then, more specifically, with Barry Bonds, where at, there's not any actual admission or proof that he actually did anything, should, should, should he be allowed in the Hall of Fame?
0: Uh, that, during that time, that was a great time in baseball. You know, I, I, I was I was on the young side. I was on a the. I enjoyed it, but could I put him in the Hall of Fame? Yes, I could. Could I put Clemens in with him? I'll say yes also, <laughs> but you know I'm not on the committee. You know what I mean? I think I think a lot more a lot of other players got into the Hall of Fame that was during that time that was also using. You know, but I will say yeah. I I I will put bonds in i honestly would
1: i am in the i am in the same boat yeah um yeah. i am in the same boat as you um the reason is is um one you're not ever going to convince me that roger maris Back in the day, he had 61 home runs, and it took Mark McGuire or Barry Bonds or even Sammy Sosa on Roids to beat his record. So you're, you're mm-hmm. going to convince me that, that Roger Maris, and I'm not going to say necessarily did steroids, but you're going to tell me that Roger Maris did this completely clean, and Nobody else in the world could do that until they were doing PEDs, and that was the only, only way that that record, that 61 homers in a year, could be beat. I, I just find it hard to believe. But more specifically, one, what they did resurrected Major League Baseball. What they yeah. did I uh, mean, that home run home run race went from nobody wanting to be at a game or watching a game to mm-hmm. one when McGuire Soso and went back and forth that year. The place the stadiums were getting packed. And then of course all eyes was on baseball when Barry Bonds and, and beat the and ultimately hit the seven hundred and fifty six home run. Um I think he hit what, seventy seven or seventy something in the season. Um ultimately that helped put eyes back on baseball and put baseball back on the map. Yeah. Someone that has used uh, supplements, um, and supplements is about as close as you can get to um, taking roids. I have done my research. I have watched my documentaries. I have watched and studied when it comes to that. Um, It's not like taking these different things improve their eye eye back coordination or made them run faster or do anything that like all of a sudden they're running the flash like speeds and had superman like strength um ultimately at the end of the day it just helped them recover faster mm-hmm. where the whole roid issue in a slippery slope for me is where and them not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame is all the technology that we've gotten over the years all the advancement all the mm-hmm. different types of creatines and right now when you go into your GNCs and you go into this place and you go into that place even the stuff you can take that wouldn't come up positive for anything is so advanced that you're going to tell me that it doesn't give the player today any kind of advantage over the player of yesterday? Like, how how do you dictate just because of the one PED is the only thing that doesn't... You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you're saying Mm -hmm. that... Roy's is the only thing that gives you an unfair advantage over anybody else, but creatine, just just the natural, career, the just taking creatine, helps you with size and strength that the players back in the thirties, forties, fifties didn't have. So now we're dictating on what we feel is an acceptable advantage. For today's players versus yesterday's players, yeah. Like I, yeah. I I don't. So, and then on top of that, I feel for the most part, especially during that time frame, it even out. It even out the play field. If you got someone like Roger Clemens taking steroids, why should the batter not be able to have that same, you know, quote unquote advantage? I have taken some stuff that is called trend. Um, a buddy of mine, um, used to get it and I did, I don't feel it gave me an unfair advantage. The only thing it did was I could work out like I have never worked out before. I yeah. could be in that gym for four hours. I could be drenched. I could lift max, my max reps, max weights that I have ever lifted in my life. And I woke up tomorrow, I didn't feel that I had done anything the day before. There was no recovery. There was no soreness. There was no nothing. I Mm -hmm. literally could have done max chest every day for seven days straight and not been affected on that part of it. Outside of that, I don't feel that it changed anything. It wasn't like all of a sudden I was already benching 400-some-odd pounds. It wasn't like I went from, you know, 200 pounds to all of a sudden maxing out a 460, which that's what I ended up maxing out. I was already benching 420, 425, something like that. Um, And by the time that I think it was a three-month, it was a 12-week cycle of supplements I took, Um, and and part of it had to do with hormones, or not hormones, testosterone as well. So it wasn't like I was just taking one thing. I was taking multiple things. My bench went from a 420 to a 460s, where I maxed out out on 12 weeks of going to the gym hardcore hard every single day. So the whole not allowing players in because – whether or not they did or did not do steroids, to me, is crazy. Um, just because we all know that there are players in there that slipped through the cracks, didn't get happen to get tested, and are in there. You got um, players that... It's, a say, it's funny because the same people that voted... We're excited when baseball was back on the map and baseball was everything, but then frowned upon with the players, and it wasn't just one player. It wasn't just two or three players. Now, don't get it, Everybody don't get it twisted. It wasn't just Martin McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds, and we were throughout also Roger Clemens that were doing it. There were many players doing it, but you were excited that baseball was revived by that whole era of players regardless what they may or may not have been doing. But then when it was time to vote them in the Hall of Fame, you all of a sudden frowned upon what the exact thing you were cheering on when they put baseball back on the map. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's they... A good they case.
1: They, they ought to be glad that I'm not voting. and I guess also you're not voting because Barry Bonds would have been in the Hall of Fame if it would have been my votes.
0: Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. would have been in there. He would have been in there. Oh, uh, Lord. Of bu- that buzz in Cincinnati is for real.
1: It's starting – it's finally, it's finally starting to uh, catch here a little mm-hmm. bit. Not as much. And, yeah. and I talked about this. I, I, we, we talked about this on the show and also talked about it yeah. uh, with my wife. And my wife's like, well, I have a bunch of friends that, you know, I see. A, and, and she, of course, she's got uh, Cincinnati Red fans on her Facebook page or for, um, or friends with on Facebook. I don't have Cincinnati Reds fans. Uh, I think my brothers may be Reds fans, but my brother's. I'm completely different than the rest of my brothers. My um, oldest brother, who passed away, I want to say a handful of years ago at this point in time, was a big NASCAR. I'm going to say big. He was a NASCAR fan. That's who I went to the Daytona 500 with. Um, I went to a couple um, July races at Daytona with him. Um, if we talked any sports, that's what we talked. Um, someone that lived right by the Daytona track, he was a fan of NASCAR, but he wasn't a huge NASCAR fan. Then the next brother down I ain't talked to in 10, 15 years. He is a Cincinnati – I'm going to say he is a fan of the Bengals and he is a fan of the Reds. He will go to a Reds game. He will go to a Bengals game. He likes NASCAR or did at least like NASCAR as well. But he's not the fan, not the the – a fan per se, just a fan of. He doesn't know a lot about his players. He doesn't. He doesn't keep up with the stats and that kind of thing. He's just a fan of. Mm. Yes, we won. Yes, we're five and zero. Oh. Yes, we're six and three. He'll know those stats, but he's not going to know Joe Burrow went seventeen for twenty one, three hundred and fifty five yards, two touchdowns, an interception kind of guy. Um, and then you got the two younger brothers. Who are fans of the Bengals, and that might be the extent of it. Um, but I'm only friends with the two younger brothers, so I don't have a lot of Cincinnati. And then when it comes to Ohio, I don't have. I have more. I have more friends on Facebook, and I talk to more people that are from North Carolina or live in North Carolina than I do in Ohio. Um, with the, the family life, my especially my work schedule. And then also the DoorDash schedule. I don't have what I would call a friend in in Ohio as it is. Um, I, I have more friends, and I, when I go to North Carolina, I spend more time with people in North Carolina than I do the rest of the year while I'm in Ohio. Um, so I don't have it on my timeline. But so the wife's like, oh, that, that, there's Cincinnati stuff all over my timeline. I see Cincinnati this, Cincinnati that. Um, since I've posted a few things, we all know that Facebook watches our phones and watches what we type and talk about. Um, there has mm. been a lot more Cincinnati stuff in my feed, not from people that I'm friends with or um, stuff like that, just in my feed. Uh, but when it comes to and I, and I pointed out to this to her though, and same thing I out on the show, you know, the Bengals on this run and doing these things, it would be who day this and who day that, and you see Cincinnati Bengal jerseys and Cincinnati Bengal t-shirts and coats and hats and everything else because that time of the year, I'm still not seeing Cincinnati Red stuff. I'm not still seeing Cincinnati jerseys. I think I might have seen a jersey the other day. I can't remember. And, and I think that jersey I saw was might have been last Friday night, and that's because we was at a Dayton Dragons game, um, which is the high A affiliation of the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Um, we had a game Friday night. It was actually, the, the Dragons didn't even have their first hit until the bottom of the seventh. We ended up scoring three in the bottom of the seventh and ended up winning that game, game three to one. Um, but I still don't feel for what the Reds have been doing, especially over the last, I don't know, 15, 20 games. They're still... Mm-hmm. That following, that hype, that everything else—that I, I would have came to expect. But this does bring up, and we'll talk more about the Reds here in a second. But and have you made it to any of the Fayetteville Woodpecker games yet?
0: Um, I'm going. I really want to, you know, just because it's that is right down the road. But I've been kind of been kind of busy lately. You know what I mean? So, but I'm definitely going to check one out. I'm going to take my boys, take the family, but I'm definitely going. But, no, I haven't been yet. All
1: right. Now, for those that don't know, the Fayetteville uh, Woodpeckers are an affiliate of the Houston Astros. Um, I was actually supposed to go to a game. It was either the year I moved that summer, because I moved in October 2019. So, it was either that summer or the summer before I was supposed to go. I think it was that summer. We actually was halfway there, and the game got ringed out. I don't know to what affiliate. I don't know if they're a high A or what affiliation the uh, Woodpeckers are to the Houston Astros, but they're an affiliation of the Houston Astros. Um, living in Fayetteville, we ha- also had the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs, which I had to explain mm-hmm. to the wife what the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs were. And those that don't know, I think they're in the Coastal Plains re- uh, League or whatever it's called. The Fayetteville Swamp Dogs were basically a baseball. It was it was baseball, but it was more of a family get-together. I don't even know if they even still have the Swamp Dogs going on. Um, but it was basically high school kids that basically stayed with different people. Cause a lot of them weren't just from Fayetteville. You would have people that were affiliated with the program that would let these kids come stay, rent a room out or whatever. And Basically, the summer between their high school and college, they would come play baseball for the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs or different affiliates of that league, same thing. But what made it a little bit different, other than there was really no affiliation to any high school or any uh, major league baseball team, is in between every single inning, you had a family fun event, like. Kids out there in pie throwing contests or doing this or doing that. It was activities in between each each inning, so it was a, it was a more of a fun family fun time with baseball in between. But it gave those kids that between high school and college something to do. So they got them to play baseball um, and kept them in shape and just kind of let them fine tune their skills. Um, but back, we went back to the main point of this. Um, I get to go to, and we do partial season of the Dayton Dragon. We uh, split um, a half. We split a half um, home game. So there's 66 home games. We got 33 of them. And then we split them three ways amongst each other. My mother, my sister-in-law, and myself. Um, I think we're trying to expand that this next year. I'm not 100% sure. My mom keeps saying this. I would love to. Eventually, I'd like to get to a point that when I retire, I just have a full season, and I can just go whenever I want, as often as I want. And even more so now to the point where I'm getting at. I never really thought about this, Mario. All the games Mm -hmm. that I've gone through over the last couple years, even before I got – even before I got – season tickets as a matter of fact i reconnected with my wife the weekend it was like the first weekend of april of 2019 i came back i want to say uh it might be the first weekend in may it Was it the first weekend of may or april but i came back at the beginning of every month but i was back the fourth of july weekend or no i'm sorry the mm-hmm. uh, first weekend of june as a matter of fact, I came in town the morning of June 1st. The wife and I had a concert. Um, we saw Travis Tritt and um, Charlie Daniel Band. I, I, I poke at the wife for this because I tell her when we, she made us official June 1st. Um, she doesn't like that I, I poke at her for it. Essentially, some guy saw the picture of us at the concert she posted on Facebook, and basically was inquiring because I guess he was trying to talk to her, and so he was inquiring, and she's like, "Are we dating? We boyfriend or girlfriend?" I forget how she worded it or what, and I said, "Sure." So that was kind of how we became official, but not came official. But I use that as our official, we use as our official date of dating, and I always tell her she's the one that made us official. June second, when mm-hmm. we went, I we I, I actually met the kids for the first time. We went to a Dayton Dragons game. It was an afternoon game, and so right actually I think it was a one o'clock game. But I it didn't get I didn't get on the road until five or six o'clock at that Sunday night. It was a late night for me because then it's a ten hour drive back, and he didn't hardly sleep. So I was constantly had to pull over and take a nap here, take a nap there. But I've been going, basically, I'm, long story short, <laughs> I've been going to Dane Dragon Games since uh, June of 2019. Um, we eventually, for the last two, maybe three seasons, we've been um, doing the partial seasons, or uh, the uh, mm-hmm. split in the, the the home games or whatever. I never really thought about this. And, and this is why I asked because once I, once I say this, I, I think you'll kind of, you'll realize what, the possibilities, or where I'm going out with this, anyway. I never realized while I was sitting there that I would be potentially seeing the next next big thing in baseball. In other words, I didn't realize when I was watching De La Cruz last year play baseball that I was watching the De La Cruz that we're watching this year. Like, yeah, I I didn't have that thought process. I didn't have – I don't know if the word appreciation is the right word for this, but mm-hmm. it, never, it never crossed my mind. I'm going to be watching this guy play Major League Baseball. I am going to be watching this guy tear up the Major Leagues. I'm going to be watching this guy do things that other players have never done or – we're going to be talking about like we were talking about De La Cruz for this last, I don't know, two, three weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and so Friday when I'm sitting there, because there's a guy, and I can't think of his last name. He's a big Hispanic dude. Like right? The wife jokes talking about he looks like a grown man out there with a bunch of boys. Like the old dude plays first base. It's like Aruba or rob I don't know his last name. I um, mean, he's got like yeah. seven home runs. He bats like 250. She said he looks like a football player. And he does. He looks like a football player out there. He a big dude. Um, he, he looks like if a, fi- a fight, uh, a fight, a fight, it was every out between the two teams that he, he would clear the, the both size bitches. <laughs> like he's a big dude. Um, and, and so I'm, and now I'm sitting there as a matter of fact, um, if you guys watch, there's only one nation episode nine, this last episode to came out, uh, to come out this last week, um, actually came out on Sunday instead of Saturday this week. I actually, the the batter from the game that I record on Saturday, or I'm sorry, Friday night, was him. Um, That was the last clip, last uh, day of clips that I put on that video. Um, But I'm sitting there at this game, and it clicked in my mind, like, I could be watching the next day of the cruise here. Like, which one of these players, like, you, you start to sit there and, you kind of look at things a little bit different when you're you're sitting here watching, and, and you, you'll be able to do the same thing if you get to go to these woodpecker games. Like mm-hmm. who's the, who's going to be the next De La Cruz? Like who was everybody? On, and and I, I think the the coolest thing about it is everybody made this big deal about De La Cruz, and I'm sitting there thinking man, I've been watching this dude for a year now. Like, where y'all been? Like, mm, yeah, I, I know where y'all been, but, like, where y'all been? Like, uh, I know that I have an unfair advantage. And if you get one of those players on your, on your, especially the farm teams, that you get to know before everybody else is kind of one of the coolest things to get to experience, like. Now I'm going to these games. Like, which one of the, which one of y'all now that I get to watch? Which yep. one of y'all that I am not really appreciating what I'm watching right now because I didn't really appreciate it. Was fun to watch Taylor Cruz. We we cheered a month, and even playing for the Dragons, I didn't see what we got to see this year so far. Him when he got in the starting lineup, I didn't see that out of him last year. He was good,
0: mhm,
1: but I didn't think he was we're gonna we're gonna take the major league baseball by storm good um, and I hope it does a fade for him as much as I am not a Reds fan. I hope this is something that you know continues on for his career, and he ends up making a a, a big name for himself, but it's really cool mm-hmm. to sit there and why everybody's doing and on, and I even made a post about it somewhere or commented somewhere. Like, y'all making a big deal about somebody. I was like, where y'all been? Like, I've been watching this dude for a year now. Um, and, and, and that's one of the cool, – that's why I was asking, because I, I know you talked about it. And I know your life is hectic. Um, I, I know, especially with you trying to continue to build your business and build your company and everything else, that I, I, I'm going to say I know you're busy. Let me say, I can only imagine how busy you are because I, I am in the mm-hmm. unfortunate, unfortunate still part of my life where I'm building, helping someone else build their business for nickels and dimes versus getting to do my own thing. Um, so I can only imagine what it's like trying to build your own business, have all the responsibilities, all the fun, everything that you go through on a daily basis, weekly basis, and everything else. Um, but I hope you get an opportunity not just to to go out to one game or two games, but get an opportunity. Because the prices, and I'm assuming they're the same as Fayetteville, probably even cheaper in Fayetteville, I don't know. Um, Because cost of living, things are, like gas is like 20 cents higher. That was one of the things when I was home both times that I did appreciate was, especially the gas prices uh, being, but things are, cost of living is, is cheaper down south than it is up north. Um, Mm. I think the only only thing that's cheaper up north is, I don't know why, but the alcohol. Alcohol is much cheaper up here. But then the cigarettes, of course, being out there in tobacco, tobacco land, cigarettes and tobacco are much cheaper down south. But I hope you get an opportunity to have a chance to experience what I got to experience when it comes to this and, and get to go to multiple games. Like, like I said, it's, it's a crazy feeling to – I, w- I was sitting there Friday, and the wife was actually glad. It's been a busy week. I, I, I felt bad because the previous game we didn't go to. It was Friday night. We went up – we came upstairs. I came upstairs to get changed, and I made mention about being worn out, and the wife was like, you know, if you don't want to go, we can sit at the house, chill out back. Um and, and not go and I said you know I just I don't feel it like I'm I said the hours I've been working and mm-hmm. I said I'm really thinking about it and the wife goes well you know you you paid for the tickets you know let's let's go ahead and go and I got I told the wife I was like look I said it's one thing if I had to work extra this week to come up with the money to pay for the tickets, and it's only 15, even, even though we're in the third row, right on the third baseline, right there by third base, it still comes out to like $15 a ticket. It's not even that big of a deal when it it comes to ticket price. I said, Mm -hmm. but, even more so, it wasn't like I worked extra hard or extra hours this week or DoorDash or whatever to come up with an extra $30 to come to the game. I said I paid for him at the beginning of the season. Yes, I paid for him, but it wasn't like it was his inconvenience. I came up with his money to buy these tickets and then decide not to go. So, which was a good thing because by 9.30, 10 o'clock, I was passed out asleep in the chair out back and woke up like midnight because I was so tired. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we rolled into Friday and I was starting to feel the same way. I said, man, it's been a long week. I had to rush to get out of work. Jimmy had to rush to get home for the second time this year. The, uh, we took her car and no, the first time we took my car and I had left all the tickets upstairs. So we got halfway to the baseball field. I had to turn around, come get the tickets. Well, this week, this Friday, all the tickets are in my glove box, but I had only 24 miles left of gas in my car, and I had some other stuff in the car. So we took her car because I didn't have time to go run and get gas and everything else. Got halfway to the ball, ball field and realized tickets are still in the glove box. So I turned all the way around, go all the way back to get the tickets. Um We're in the first inning, and I'm already nodding off. (laughs) The
0: wife's like, you're Mm -hmm. asleep
1: already. Like, my head is all over the place. And I'm nodding a little more. She's like, look, if you want to go, we can go. I was like, no, we're here. I want to watch this game. And there was a few parts of the game. Like I said, it was rough. Like, we didn't get a hit until the bottom of the seventh. It was not the most exciting game um, at all. Until we got to the bottom of the seventh, and things started to get a little bit better um, But after what De la Cruz did, it makes it even harder for me to want to, to even being tired want to give any night away or not go to any games because. What if I miss seeing the next big thing? Like, I don't know, it's, it's just crazy knowing what I got to watch, what I experienced, and hope that I get to experience more, um, even being a non-Reds fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was chasing, not chasing, but definitely got the opportunity to see, Who's next? You know, I mean, who could yeah. be the the next big thing? You know, what I mean, because somebody is, you know, somebody has to take some steps to get to the get to the next level.
1: So I can definitely and, see, and, and you I don't know. I know that. there's gonna be be people out there to be like, well, the same thing with college. What to me, it's not the same thing as college. Ninety nine percent of those guys that are in college, people already know about them. There's a reason why they're playing at those colleges. There's a reason why. Um, CJ Stroud was at Ohio State. There was a reason why Bryce Young was at Alabama. Um, it'd be more so like you caught them at high school level, and you had an opportunity to be sitting there watching Bryce Young at his, at his high school playing football, and knew, you know, got to see him at that level before anybody else discovered him. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, it, it's I don't know, it's it's, it's crazy. Um <laughs> uh, I don't think we got into we did we get into the uh whole Chris Paul thing last week. I don't even know if the trade happened before the no. show. I don't, it seemed like we talked no, about we were, Chris Paul. We talked yeah. Mm, they got uh,
0: they got pulled up out of there.
1: Yeah. Um I, I have a buddy of mine. That I work with well, an employee of mine I'm not going to say a buddy of mine We did, we just have to talk sports And Honestly, he's about one of the last employees I even have left So <laughs> don't We talk sports um, And he asked me about it My thoughts on it And so I, I'm curious to see how this is going to work um, I think the biggest positive note Was getting rid of the Jordan Poole contract I think that was probably the biggest thing They we're focused on was getting rid of that ridiculous contract. Mm -hmm. But I am curious to see how this is going to work because one, I don't see Chris Paul being a starter. I I see. And when we talked about Chris Paul previously, that's what I said. I, I see Chris Paul coming off the bench. I see Chris Paul being that veteran that helps mentor somebody. Um, but he went to a team that it doesn't need a mentor because you got Mm-mm. you got Steph Curry there already to do that job, but you're your your Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. It's not like you got some rookie point guard or young point guard that yeah. you need a mentor without somebody there. But on top but, of that
0: yes. the yeah, style of play.
1: I, I mean, Chris Paul's most of his life has made most of his money off the pick and roll. And that's not how the, the the Golden State Warriors play ball. And the pace, I don't know if Chris Paul's going to keep up. Um, seems that Golden State plays a more high-tempo kind of game. I, I don't know. I just – I'm kind of curious to see, A, if he stays. Like, I I don't know if there's a bigger picture or Golden State's working another angle or this is what they're going with, but B, how two completely different styles of play at the point guard position and how you're going to get your team to transition because you're going to be playing one style with Steph Curry on the court. And, And granted, Chris Paul's time is not going to... Be, I I don't feel a significant amount. I, I'm not going to say he's not hardly going to play, but compared to Steph Curry, no, it's not going to be a significant amount. I'm curious to see how this team will be will adjust, or will you have players that you'll bring in when you bring Chris Paul in to play a different style of basketball? Because Steph Curry and Chris Paul play two different two different types of basketball, and then speaking of those two, there's been a lot of black, bad blood between those two. Um, I'm curious if that's all been buried in – I know it was brought up, and I, I thought it was interesting, and if they would have never been pointed out, I never would have known this. But there was no, there was no welcome to the team or Chris Paul's joining us or anything, any kind of – tweets, social media, anything from the Golden State Warriors. Makes me wonder how welcomed Chris Paul is to this organization.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think if he does say, I think if he does say, I think, think it will definitely be a switch. But as far as the pace, I can agree with that. But Chris Paul is definitely going set, gonna to set a good offensive tempo you know, he's going to get Steph Curry good good shots off his pick and rolls, you know what I mean, off his cutting and moving and swinging. Same thing with Klay Thompson. You know, I think last year, I think last year, I think they didn't have no clear point guard where Steph Curry had to, you know, initiate the offense, you know what I mean, when they got in tight positions or when they needed buckets, you know, they had to put the ball in Steph Curry's hands to make him make a good decision. But, it keeps him out, keeps him all swinging and moving and coming off picks. You know to hit the big shots or hit good mm-hmm. three pointers. You know, so with Chris Paul, you know if he stays on the team, I think he definitely puts, you know, better shots selections, you know, in Clay Thompson's hands and Curry's hands. And I think Paul, Paul, you know, he was a little turnover machine. You know what I mean? He was always he was dribbling mm-hmm. off his foot, dribbling off. You know what I mean? Dribbling off his knee you know, in in critical situations, you know, and I think I think uh Chris Paul's shot selection will be a lot better than uh Poole's was, you know. I think I think Poole was trying to figure out, you know, am I the next Steph Curry? I think I think they collided a little bit, you know, as far as their same style of play. But uh, you know, if he if he sticks around with the Warriors I think, you know, good things could happen but they, they need they they still need they still need big men and they definitely need a bench, you know what I mean? So that's something that they still got to work out. They still got to work on Draymond Green, you know what I mean? So they they still got some things they need to figure out. But the contract was a big thing and I think Jordan Poole with Kerr, you know, obviously they they didn't get along. You know, I think Poole got got the big head, you know, after the season he had before this one, you know, and with the contract and and the play style. And I think it just it just didn't sit right. Plus the fight, you know, there's just, you know, bad blood on the team. I think they they got – I think the GM, I think it was more of the team, the coach, and the players want to get rid of Jordan Poole in my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, contract was a bad contract. And the other side of this mm-hmm. was the Phoenix Suns getting Bradley Beal. Um, oh, I yeah? Given the yeah. quote-unquote big three. Um, his video out with, um, I can see his face, KD and Booker. Uh, Devin Booker somewhere out of the United States uh, shooting ball together, Um, obviously Mm -hmm. working on things. So you got Golden State and Chris Paul dumping the Jordan Poole uh, contract. I don't think that changes much for them. You got Bradley Beal going to Phoenix. You losing your uh, floor general, but you got Younger an improvement, but I don't think much changes for them as in the aspect, I don't think anybody still is able to touch Denver. As long as Denver does not come across the plague of injuries right now, I have not seen any moves by any team that changes Denver going into the season as being – the favorites to to win it again, or at least win the West. I don't. Uh, I don't think I've seen anything in the East as well that would change my mind of them being overall um, favorites. Um, either of these moves change your your thoughts on where we're at with Denver being the favorites? Uh,
0: with Denver, Denver still has a good team. You know, they they they're still deep if they can keep everybody together. I know. Brown, you know, wants to leave, but I think they can figure out a contract with him because he played a big role, you know, especially during playoffs. But I didn't, I didn't really see too much, you know. Of course, the Lakers, you know, with LeBron, but there's too, not too much going on over there. Uh, Phoenix, you know, they got, you know, of course they got Beal, but they also still kept uh, their center. You know, hopefully, hopefully Aiden is a little bit more motivated since their coach is gone. We'll we'll see we'll see how that works. They got to figure out, you know, who who's going to want to come down here and play with Phoenix, you know, for I wouldn't say the bare minimum. They but they got a lot of bench work they need to do. They still got to figure out, you know, who who's going to, who's going to come in and replace these players and give them, give them a break. But they have a good solid three three players that can average twenty points or better, you know, and that's not even with Aiden. You know, coming in here and there, so so that's that's kind of a you know. Let's see what they can do as far as the East. You know, the the Seventy Sixers are going to be the Seventy Sixers. You know, they're going they're going to do good and fall apart. And, and just in my opinion, uh, Boston Celtics. You know, they lost they lost their they lost their dog, their point guard. So they're going to have to figure out you know how they how they're going to run that team. You know, the sixth band, the sixth man. Is hurt. They they can't even trade them. So that that there's some issues going on there. Uh,
1: Are you a Hornet fan? NBC. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'll cheer them on. You know, Dennis Smith Junior. from Fayetteville. So you know, I, I I'll definitely be keeping out on them, but. You know, during the time when I was a fan, you know, it was, it was Michael Jordan, then, I, then Kobe Bryant, and then they kind of like, you know, <laughs> faded off and just see, you know, just being a sports, you know, guy just watching different teams at that point, just to be honest with you. Even though I'm from gotcha. North Carolina. Yeah. So, it kind of... I can remember
1: growing up and... Of uh, the brothers, the, the oldest of my youngest... <laughs> Mm. I remember we was out at my father's house, and it, so it had to be a Friday night or Saturday night. Cause at that point in time, we just went to my father's house every other weekend. And I yeah. remember this was the days we had Muggsy Bogues, and you had Kendall Gill, and you had um, yeah. Larry, Johnson, yeah, Larry Johnson, and you had Alonzo yeah. Morning. Mm. And I, I can Take remember. I think man. they. Yeah. I think yeah. I think they lost that series. But I can remember that was probably my first and most youngest memory when that arena got loud and watched the Hornet light mm-hmm. up and you hear the buzz and yeah. everything else. and just it,
0: yeah.
1: it got to a point where I was cheering for the Hornets, and I assume my brother was cheered for. Just because of the excitement, just because of the, the just. The energy in that arena, um, yeah. And then the whole time I lived in North Carolina, I was I was a Cavalier fan, of course. By that time, I, I became a Cavalier fan and the LeBron and everything else. Um, and then Charlotte went through their changes. There they, they, they was the Hornets and there were the Bobcats and the back to the Hornets and everything else. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, this year the Hornets got a little surprised. Uh, at least Hornet fans. I really think that they thought they were getting Scoot Henderson, the player out of the G League. Um, instead, they went with Brandon Miller was kind of Jordan's kind of last little decision-making before he went ahead and officially stepped away. Um, speaking of Jordan, mm-hmm. he robbed Jordan II a second, a minute ago, that is crazy to know that his in, initial investment for his part stake, he spent like $180 million to turn around to sell that stake for $3 billion. Yeah. He was going to talk yeah. about an ROI, a return on investment. That is, that is mm-hmm. some insanity there, uh, especially for a team that has really been irrelevant the entire time that he has been majority owner, whatever his stake was. To know that, but to know that the value – um, the value of it has gone up so significantly much. It's just crazy to me. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Power investment.
1: I'm curious to see how this Scoot Henderson, Damian Lillard. Right? There's still a lot of talk whether or not Damian's going to stay there. Um, and especially getting Scoot Henderson and how that's going to work and um, there's still a lot of talk of whether or not that, whether or not Portland or if Portland will trade off Scoot Henderson and get a veteran player. A lot of players feel, or a lot of people feel that Portland should either have already traded, or when they got Scoot, traded off to a team with a veteran player such as the whole Zion, and to give him, give him uh, Damian Lillard or more so the Portland Trail Blizzards, an opportunity for a championship run um, versus now you're not winning a championship anytime soon. Now you're you're basically saying we're going to rebuild and we're going to stay loyal to Damian Lillard and let him be part of this rebuild process, but by the time this team really gets done rebuilding, Damian's going to be at his back end of his 30s and is not going to be part of this Mm. championship run. So... We're gonna we're gonna include you in our rebuilding plans out of loyalty because you've been loyal to us, but we don't really plan on you making it through this whole rebuild process is kinda how I take this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think eventually I think he's gonna have to get it get get his way up out of there. But who knows? Who who knows, you know? Sometimes he talks like he wants to ride with him. Sometimes he talks like he wants to leave. So it ain't, ain't no telling what he really wants to do until it really happens, you know, but it's just hard to get players to come to Portland. You got you got to really draft good, and, and hopefully players want to stay, is willing to stay, but, you know, nobody wants to go up there. <laughs> I mean, just enough. being for real, just, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, basically, you know, you, you have. I never heard. I never heard of a a big time free agent
1: going to Portland. <laughs> send me to Portland. I want to go play for Portland. I. You know. I, I guess I'm different because I shoot you can send me up there. Um, but I'm also the type that if I had a, a choice outside of Alaska, because I've always wanted to live in Alaska or at least visit Alaska. Ever since the fifth grade when I did my, we all had to do a state report on a state and I had Alaska. Um, Ever since then, I've always at least wanted to visit. I wish I would have got stationed there. If I would have got stationed there, I probably would have stayed in the military longer. Um, But if I had a choice outside of Alaska, I would want to move to Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, anywhere up there um, towards that direction, away from everybody. So um, I don't think that I think I would kind of be the exception to the rule and go ahead and send me up to Portland send me up there in the middle of nowhere away from everything. Uh, but most people know, I, you know, marketing wise, it's not good. Um, having any kind of really social life or any kind of anything that, that that's not you, um, it, when it comes to Portland. Um, but I, I think, for a young player, it's a good place to be because you're not going to get in a lot of trouble out there. It's not like New York or Chicago or L. A. where there's a lot to get in trouble with. So uh, there, there is that aspect of it. But um, no, not. I, I've never heard anybody ever. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't mind going playing for Portland, or I hope Portland, you know, decides they want me. Or right? you know, I've never been a, never been a topic of conversation of any player I've ever heard. So, uh, yeah. Um, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills quarterback, kind of uh, threw out a comment talking about um, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and, and talking about um, having one of the best arms or throwing the best any quarterback. I, I'm, I'm going to pull up the exact quotes here in a second. Um which is kind of ruffled a few feathers. Um, where's it at?
0: No, not going to be a dog fight. Uh,
1: Anyway, complimented I'm trying to pull up the exact words you said um, Basically complimented Aaron Rodgers basically saying he had One of the best arms in the NFL Which of course you have Especially those um, That are Big time Patrick Mahone fans that were not real pleased or real happy with the comments that Josh Allen made. Um, I don't think that um, I don't think that uh, Josh Allen's comments were that far off. Like I, I understand that, I understand that Aaron Rodgers only won one Super Bowl, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you kind of walk down a slippery slope when you when you start having this conversation with championships and, and players.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't want to say what's easier for an NBA. It's easier for LeBron to be held accountable or win championships because there's only five people on the court. Well, you're also only allowed so many players, and really after you're starting five, your roster really falls off a significant amount due to salary caps and availability and what you can have on your roster. Um, baseball, you kind of can be held into that same category as football because you've got nine other players or eight other players on the field um, and a whole different rotation of pitchers. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of a slippery slope when you talk about Aaron Rodgers. Well, he only won one championship. Well, he's only one guy on, you know, 11 guys on offense, and then there's 11 guys on defense, and there's 11 guys on special teams, and, you know, there's mm-hmm. many different factors that get to play into it. I understand all that. So, you know, I don't like making excuses – it's kind of what you're doing for anybody that says, well, you know, he just won player on a 53-man roster, and, you know, well, that's fine. Uh, Tom Brady has won how many championships or how many Super Bowls? So, but I don't feel that Josh Allen's comments talking about Aaron Rodgers and being one of the best throwing quarterbacks in the NFL or ever to play is that far-fetched. Um.
0: But the more that. you think about it, more, yeah. But the more you think about it, you know, as far as passing ball, you know, knowing knowing breaks and knowing when I'm gonna get out of break, knowing that ball is gonna be there. You know what I mean? Before I even turn around, you understand know what I'm saying? If you actually think about it, you know, Patrick Mahomes, his throws are really. You know, I'm not. I'm not taking away from him, you. Know what I mean? I don't want to make it sound like that. But the more you think about it. His plays are more off-script plays, you know, a lot of good tight ends if they're open. You know, his shots mm-hmm. are open shots. But the more you think about it, you know what I mean, does Patrick Mahomes throw a real back shoulder? Does no. he really throw a dig? Does he really throw a dig route once I put my foot in the ground and I turn my head, is the ball there? You know, does he, you know, does he throw really good anticipation? You know, is he throwing mm. to a spot? You know, his, his throws are really not like that the more you think about it. but No. And Rodgers and is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that five yards come As yard long command, as Aaron
1: Rodgers like, has a veteran receiver and receiving core, mm. Aaron Rodgers could throw that ball before that wide receiver and makes that cut. And that ball is going to be with that receiver mm. That receiver knows his route. When he turns, that ball mm-hmm. is right on the numbers. Yeah, yeah, um, right there, right there, boom. Yeah. Now I, I'm not gonna like and I'm the same you. I'm not gonna take it away from Patrick Mahomes because what he's accomplished, no. especially in the short amount of time yeah. he's done, has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. and yeah. he has had it's some notified throws. But I'll also yeah. say there's a lot of times those throws are lucky. There's a lot of just shuffle passes, a lot of, a lot of yards after catch that also mm-hmm. has helped um, Mahomes have the stats he has. Um, there's a lot yeah. of scrambling, a lot of just throwing the ball up, and and you having some of the best receivers, and it helps to have the tight end. I, I guarantee you, if um, Aaron Rodgers had a um, Travis Kelsey, he'd probably have more more Super Bowls than he's had. Um, I don't, I can't recall. I know he's had a tight end or two, but I, 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 I in his career, I don't, I can't recall ever have him ever having a run with a tight end like Patrick Mahomes yeah Patrick Mahomes has had with a tight yeah. end in the short amount of time Patrick Mahomes has even been in the league um and think I feel don't. that the yeah. Green Bay Packers uh, has not done a great job of keeping talent re- talented receivers to build continue to build it seems like he- seems like by the time the contract comes up, because they're good, then they go ahead and go in a different direction because they don't want to pay that money. Not not that they keep throwing money out there to keep those receivers. Um, And and part of it, I I feel Aaron Rodgers, there's a similarity between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I think some of those receivers – if it wasn't for Tom Brady or it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, we wouldn't even know who those receivers were. They wouldn't have the contracts they have because those quarterbacks help make those receivers. Um mm-hmm. and, and so and we seen we we've seen that out of Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers. But yes, I agree with you. Um I I don't feel that the comment. and it was just crazy listen to some of these shows. Like you would you would have thought that people were just making up the most crazy or Josh Allen was making up the most crazy things and, and was just so left field and I'm sitting there thinking and, and of course they're going to throw out the the Super Bowls and everything else well there's more than one player on a 53 man roster first of all and yes there's been some of the postseason runs that okay it kind of fell on Aaron Rodgers arm or lack of arm, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, Aaron,
0: yeah. Aaron Rodgers took a. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers took his hit. You know, honestly, over the last couple of years, his hit is that he doesn't finish in the playoff. You know what I mean? You know, the last couple of years, you know, San Francisco, you know, is not finishing. You know what's up with finishing a game in the playoffs? That's where. That's where it kind of it kind of gets iffy. With the Rodgers talk, you know I mean he does good, you know during the, during the regular season. But when playoff time comes, uh-huh. you know, I can't really remember. <laughs> you know, the more you think about it too, you can't really. The more I, the more I think about it, Aaron Rodgers hasn't really, you know, led led Green Bay when it's time to come in the playoffs. You know, as far as driving them down the field. You know, yeah, I haven't remember any big 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 moments like that. So I think it's just about what Aaron
1: Rodgers, what he's gonna do in the playoffs. He, he'll get you there. He'll get you there. But I don't feel none of these losses had to do with him poor throws or turnovers. I, I just I just think no, as a team no, they yeah. just yeah. I think in the moment I think as a team they just didn't perform. They weren't able to finish yeah. what they needed to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got a few minutes left. Um, All right, we'll start start getting things wound down a little bit. Um, let them know a where you what you got going on, what you got coming up for the Carolina Sports okay. Plus. B, uh, what we got we got coming up, boxing. And see where they can find Carolina Sports Plus on uh, website, Facebook, and all that.
0: All right. First off, I got I got some shout outs. To, shout outs to do. I'd like to shout out to Angel, Angel Munoz uh, boxer out of uh, Spring Lake. Tony Burgess boxing. His fight is coming up July the twenty ninth. I also got to give another shout out to uh, to Russ, another another boxer that. You know, is going to be on a Carolina Sports Plus team. He is also fighting on the same day, on the same card as Angel. So that's, that's, that's going to be exciting. He also uh, boxes out of Tony Tony Burgess. And I also give a shout-out to Michael Williams, Jr. Uh, his fight is coming up August the 12th in Fayetteville. So we definitely got a lot of good things, you know, coming up here, you know, as far as Carolina Sports Plus to go see and go watch and support. You can catch us on Facebook and Instagram at carolinas Sports Plus. You can catch us Caroline Sports dot com. You can catch us on YouTube. There's a lot of good things going on. We got a shoe raffle. And uh just check us out.
1: Uh make sure that you guys hey go check out wwwthe dot the one ten nation sports radio network dot com. You can find all the blogs, all the videos, um, all the shows, marketing partners, all that over there. Also, it has a um, spot on there where it's got all the tabs. It takes you to all the different uh, platforms that are uh, podca- blah, 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 there. You go: Podcaster on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Podcast, Stitcher, um, Save On. Podcast addicts, these are Podchasers YouTube. All you gotta do is click on any of those tabs and it will take you over to the platform and you can follow the show there or just if you have i iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, any of those on your phone, all you do is just the search, uh, search the I uh, the one ten nation. And or the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, and follow us that way as well. You can also catch the shows over at wwwthe 110 Um Like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Um, follow us on Instagram, the 110 Nation. And make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we got a lot of things going on there. Um, got some new toys. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to use. Excuse me for Father's Day. I got one of those phone camera holding things. I don't know exactly how what you call okay. it. It was on the video um, that I did this last week. Basically, you put your phone on there. Um, actually, you can plug in. There's an actual – they bought a microphone for it. Um, I tested it um, Father's Day. Well, I walked around. You could hold uh, the, the carrying thing. Uh, I don't know what it's what, it, what it's actually called. Uh, So it's called, the brand name is Zudio, Um, but like I try to shake it and kind of jerk it like you have your phone in your hand, and you have your phone in your hand, it kind of is, it's real jerky. With this, you jerk, and it hardly moves, so it makes the video very, very still. It's not a lot of jerking with the video. The issue is, is I got to figure out what videos I want to do. Um, I had talked about getting this before, and I kind of steered away from getting it because I couldn't think what I was going to record to use it with or if I had someone record me with, what I was going to have them walk around with me while I was doing whatever I was doing to record. But then I got it for Father's Day. So now I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to do, like when we do our, I do the promo videos, if we're going to, have, I'm going to have the 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 boys record me and I kind of do different things, walk up on it, then walk up on me, whatever, to promote the clips of the video, whatever. I'm not quite sure. Got to play with that. Um, but we got some cool cool toys to play with, so we're working on that. Um, also I'm supposed to be doing a radio active for the MPRL racing league. They race on Wednesday nights. I'm not sure if they race tonight or not. Um, I know they did race last Wednesday night. Um, due to the whole work situation, I have not had time to basically, they sent me three, at three different point of views of an hour long race. So I need to take clips from different point of views and do a whole radioactive thing. So, um, I got to take a break tomorrow. Um, i can't I only can work eleven hours before I get in trouble, so I have a long break tomorrow, so i'm going to try to work on that while I'm on break tomorrow. It kind of kills some time um, so we've got a lot of things going on. Um, Tuesday nights race chat live right here on the 110 nation sports Radio network eight o'clock. Don't miss that. Um, if you have a show. And um, you want to syndicate it on our network to help get more exposure um, with our um, different platforms we are on and are following. Or maybe you want to do a show and don't have a platform um, and, and would like to join the 110 Nation, do your show on our blog talk radio, which that's the platform we go live. and Then they get syndicated on everything else. Just hit me up, Sports at gmail.com. Um, In the subject headline, just put join the 110 Nation or wanting to join the 110 Nation so that it sticks out amongst the emails I get. Um, Would love to have an opportunity to talk to you and see about having you join. Um, Or if it's other things behind the scenes, you want to help us um, help grow our social media, um, if it be Instagram, if it be uh, Facebook or Twitter or the YouTube channel, whatever just hit me up MrCJSports at mrcjsports@gmail.com or if you're listening and you're an athlete um and love to have an opportunity to come on the show and kind of introduce uh us the world to you um just hit me up as well. Uh Oh yeah, I got, we I got
0: will be... Yeah, I definitely. I definitely want I definitely I definitely want to do that. I got
1: one.
0: I got some boxes I need to pr- premiere and promote, but that'll be something that uh we can definitely talk about for next week.
1: Most definitely. We'll definitely be back on uh, next next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, right here for another uh, episode of the 110 Nation Sports um, Show. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Do you think anything else before we uh, we get out of here?
0: No, no. Great show, and uh see you all next week.
1: Y'all have a great night. Until next time.